Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. you today to CSC Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. Today, we will begin our four-show series. I'm titling them Our Declaration of Patriotism. But first, we're all, as always, we're going to begin the show with a word of prayer. For such a time as this, we pray, Abba Father, with grateful hearts. You have blessed this nation time and time again. We are rich with natural resources and have lived good lives. America's poorest are better off than most other nations. Your blessings and watch care over America is indisputable. But now, we, your children, have strayed so far away from you. We have forgotten who made America. We've forgotten who blessed us all. We ignore your word and choose a path that is not righteous. You sent your son to save us, to set us free, yet it seems we prefer slavery. In the Song of David, in Psalms 28, 1 through 2, To you, Lord, I call. You are my rock. Do not turn a deaf ear to me. For if you remain silent, I will be like those who go down to the pit. Hear my cry for mercy as I call to you for help, as I lift up my hands before your holy place. Heavenly Father, these are once again the times that try men's souls. Our leaders are godless, and they hate you. We are slaves to their tyrannical ways. They murder the innocent, and still they thirst for more blood. You bless this nation. And we have behaved as spoiled children. We know, O God, that you are our salvation. And you are our deliverer and will deliver us. You will remove our enemies. We know this. Make us strong and keep us bold. May we seek you in all things and move forward in wisdom. May we look to you and not to our own understanding. Father, protect us. I know we do not deserve your protection, but I beg you for your continual watch care over your children and this nation. And Father, as we study and celebrate the independence of this nation, may we know that we, your children, are only truly independent when we are completely dependent on you. It is for such a time as this that I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. As America declares her independence, let us renew our hearts, our own declaration of patriotism. Today I began a four-series shows of concentrating on patriotism and America's declaration of independence. I will share a timeline of our revolution and how we came to be a free and independent nation, a new nation. I will share some stories of revolutionary heroes, 
and heroines in history. In particular, special women. On the last day, July 4th, we will present a dramatic reading of our Declaration of Independence. So hang on, folks. we got a long way to go. Recently, we've experienced a visceral hate for America's history. I want to do the opposite here in these shows. As I studied and prepared, I gained a greater respect for these men and women of old, their vision and sacrifice. Their tenacity is exceptional. Their want for liberty and freedom and independence was amazingly enthusiastic. And as Alexander Hamilton said, there is a certain enthusiasm in liberty. Take that makes human nature rise above itself in acts of bravery and heroism. Hopefully, we will grow together to appreciate and respect and honor our founding fathers and the women during those days. For their souls were being tried by the king. He was taxing their souls and their patience. But first, let's start out with some patriotic thoughts that will make us feel good about our nation. Although they will profit well from it, the left, the woke, the globalists, they hate America. But we do not. And this poem, or ballad, is an oldie, which was made famous by one of the most patriotic men that ever came out of Hollywood, the Duke, John Wayne. You know, as I was searching for this writing, I learned it was written by somebody named John Mitchum in 1973. Now, John is the younger brother to Robert Mitchum, the famous actor that was in many of the Duke's movies. And here it is. Why I love her? You ask me why I love her? Well, give me time. I'll explain. Have you seen a Kansas sunset or an Arizona rain? Have you drifted on a bayou down Louisiana way? Have you watched a cold fog drifting over San Francisco's bay? Have you heard a bobwhite calling in the Carolina pines or heard the bellow of a diesel at the Appalachian mines? Does the call of the Niagara thrill you when you hear her waters roar? Do you look with awe and wonder at her Massachusetts shore, where men who braved a hard new world first stepped on Plymouth's rock? And do you think of them when you stroll along a New York City dock? Have you seen a snowflake drifting in the Rockies way up high? Have you seen the sun come blazing down from a bright Nevada sky? Do you hail to the Columbia as she rushes to the sea or bow your head at Gettysburg at our struggle to be free? Have you seen the mighty Tetons? Have you watched an eagle soar? Have you seen the Mississippi roll along Missouri's shore? Have you felt a chill of Michigan? On a cold winter's day, her waters rage along the shore in a thunderous display. Does the word aloha make you warm? Do you stare in disbelief when you see the surf come roaring in at Waimea Weef? From Alaska's cold to the Everglades, from the Rio Grande to Maine, my heart cries out, my pulse runs fast at the mighty of her domain. You ask me why I love her? I've a million reasons why. My beautiful America, beneath God's wide, wide sky. Those words are a beautiful verbal depiction 
of this nation from sea to shining sea. He didn't miss a lick. You know, God truly has blessed America. Joe Biden has said we're in the battle for our soul of this nation. And that is true, that we are trying, they are trying their utmost to destroy the very soul of this nation. The killing of the unborn is an obsession of the left. They are weakening our military, breaking, breaking down American families, encouraging drug addiction, and they are trying to remove God from the public squares. The left deny God as the creator, and they hate his word. The left, who say they are good Catholics, are applauding those who say there is no God. They rally around those who call good evil and evil good. They deny God's creation of a man and a woman and promote perverted pleasures as normal. They lift up the criminals and condemn the innocent and victims. They preach separation of church and state, which is a misused phrase and is not in the Constitution of the United States of America. To remove God from schools and courthouses and all things deemed government is what they want to do. But this is not America. This is not who we are or who we were intended to be. The left are nothing more than a pretended lot of thieves and deceivers. Do not be fooled by the foolish. They say there is a cycle of the rise and fall of nations. Can America be the one that will break the cycle of fallen nations? Will America be able to rise up from the rubble of this sinful, satanic, evil leadership and bring America home? If she does, she will be the first to bring America home. And we'll be right back. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. And while the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. 
Now is the time for all good men and women to come to the aid of their country. Pledge to buy American. In these inflationary times, our Made in the USA companies need your support. American consumers do make the difference. When you buy American, the money you spend stays in America. Liberty Tabletop is a great company and the only flatware made in the USA. Why would you buy your tableware from China? Just say no and say yes to Made in the USA. Visit their website where they are actually partnered with other Made in the USA companies. LibertyTabletop.com. Better, safer, beautiful variety and great art. More than just forks and spoons, they provide liberty. LibertyTabletop.com or call 844-386-2338. 844-386-2338. Now is the time for all good men and women to come to the aid of their country. LibertyTabletop.com. 844-386-2338. 844-386-2338. Buy American and bring America home. And we have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're experiencing the revolution. This is part one of four shows that we're going to uh, share with you during this time. If America can break the cycle, what is that cycle? From bondage to spiritual faith. From spiritual faith to great courage. From courage to liberty. From liberty to abundance. From abundance to complacency. From complacency to apathy. From apathy to dependence. From dependence back into bondage. We cannot allow the taking of the soul of this nation or our children. We must be the first to break this cycle. Our ancestors entered this unknown new world for freedom of religion. Satan has been chipping away at us ever since the very beginning. It might appear that he's winning, but he will not win. Evil is present only for a time. God is victorious forever. The evil one has already lost. We need to understand that. He just wants to take as many people down with him as he possibly can. And what better way to do that than to destroy an entire nation of people? In Mark eight thirty six through 37 we read, For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? For what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? And Alexis de Tocqueville observed this, America, the greatness of America, lies not in being more enlightened than any other nation, but rather in her ability to repair her faults. I hope we can. Do we, America... Do we still hold these truths to be self-evident? That all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Bring America back home. Back to our God. That is our only hope for repairing our faults as a nation. If my people who are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. Second Chronicles 7.14 The battle of freedom and independence started long before the 56 men signed the Declaration of Independence. As we go through this timeline, maybe, maybe you should get out your copy of the Declaration of Independence. 
We will learn what led the Founding Fathers to do such a radical thing as declare independence. Listen carefully as we go through the timeline and learn just why those 27 grievances were listed in the Declaration of Independence. We are going to experience the revolution as we go through these key events and many of the places that you will hear mentioned in the timeline They're historical, and you can visit them with your families today. The lead-in to the war, 1763 through 1774. February 10th of 1763, the end of the Seven Years' War. The Treaty of Paris ends the Seven Years' War. That's the French and Indian War. France surrenders, oh my, all of its North American possessions east of the Mississippi to Britain. This ends a source of insecurity This ends a source of insecurity for the British colonists from the Atlantic coast. The costs of the war and maintaining an army will lead the British government to impose new taxes on its colonists with world-shaking results. The king knew not the fury and outrage this his tyrannical behavior would bring forth. World-changing indeed. The passage of the Stamp Act that I put in here, Parliament? It was in March 22nd of 1765 when Britain passed the Stamp Act, imposing a tax on legal documents, newspapers, even playing cards. This is the first direct tax on the American colonists, and it was hotly resisted. A successful American campaign to have the act repealed will give Americans a false confidence that they can avoid future taxes as well. What about today, America? I would say there is virtually nothing Americans are not being taxed for. Where is our outrage? The British troops occupy Boston in October of 1768. British troops landed Boston to enforce the Townsend duties. That's tax on paint, paper, tea, etc. And that was passed in June of 1767. And it was a clamp down on the local radicals. That's what the troops were there for. The troops' presence doesn't sit well with the locals and leads to street fights. It was in March of 1770 when one clash became between soldiers and a mob left five dead. Radicals will call it the Boston Massacre, while the British will call it the Incident on King Street. Committees of Correspondence established in the spring of 1772. The committees of correspondence that were established throughout the colonies were meant for coordinate. They were to coordinate Americans' response to British colonial policy. This represents an important move toward cooperation, mutual action, and the development of a national identity among Americans. Britain tries to intimidate Massachusetts. March through June of 1772. The British Parliament passes the Coercive Act, also known as the Intolerable Acts in America. Among other actions, Britain closes the port of Boston and requires British troops to be housed in taverns and vacant buildings. The acts generate considerable sympathy for Massachusetts, among other colonies. The famed act of American colonial finance served as a protest against taxation. Seeking to boost the troubled East India Company, British Parliament adjusted import duties with the passage of the Tea Act in 1773. 
while consignees, businessmen in Charleston, New York, and Philadelphia rejected tea shipments, merchants in Boston refused to concede to Patriot pressure. One, on the night of December 16, 1773, Samuel Adams and the Sons of Liberty boarded three ships in the Boston Harbor and threw 343 chests of tea overboard. It was the Boston Tea Party. Did you know it took nearly three hours for more than 100 colonists to empty the tea into the Boston Harbor? The chests held more than 90,000 pounds, that's 45 tons, of tea, which would cost nearly or over a million dollars today. Now, as I was reading that, I thought, you know, our EPA would be literally having a conniption. How dare those radicals pollute the sea with the tea? <laughs> we can see that the king used taxes as a form of theft. Colonials money for the king's profit. And taxes were used to punish. Do you think that's any different in today's America? We don't have a single king, but we have many lording over us and taking from us by taxing us at every turn and nearly every item, including our land and our income. Congress is our parliament. April 18th of 1775 brought news that the British Army had fired upon the American militia and thereby started the American Revolution. During the second meeting of the Continental Congress, news of the bloodshed came with the realization that setting matters without conflict would be impossible. No diplomacy was not going to work. They needed an army, and they needed a leader. The Continental Army was born, and John Adams nominated George Washington to lead. And John said, I had no hesitation to declare I had but one gentleman in my mind for that important command, and that was a gentleman from Virginia, whose skill and experience as an officer and excellent universal character would invite the colonies, would unite the colonies better than any other person in the Union. The following day, George Washington accepted the appointment. I beg you accept my cordial thanks for this distinguished testimony of your approval. I beg it may be remembered by every gentleman in the room that I this day declare with the utmost sincerity, I do not think myself equal to the command I am honored with. As to pay, gentlemen, I do not wish to make any profit from it. Independence is declared 1775 to 1777. War breaks out April 19th. 1775. The first shots of the Revolutionary War are fired at Lexington and Concord in Massachusetts. The news of the bloodshed rockets along the eastern seaboard, and thousands of volunteers converge on Cambridge, Massachusetts. These are the beginnings of the Continental Army. April 19th is known today as Patriots Day. It was April 18th of 1775 that many of us remember Paul Revere's ride, which was put so poetically in verse by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow and stirred the enthusiasm in the hearts of patriots. The hearts of patriots. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we will be right back.
friends, I want to talk to you very frankly about the increasing civil unrest we're seeing these days. You can't turn on the news without hearing about more riots, violence, looting, killing, lawlessness, and mayhem. Sadly, I think the worst is yet to come, and the crescendo will be quite painful. However, I want to focus your attention on what you can do to survive. Priority one in times like these is to make sure you have enough food to eat. If you know me, you know I fully endorse My Patriot Supply. They're the only source I personally use and trust to get through the tough times ahead. Right now, you can save $100 off a four-week emergency food supply kit of delicious, nutritious meals the whole family will love. Go to preparewithbethann.com to get your food kits today. The future is so uncertain. I urge you to go to preparewithbethann.com and get ready now. That's preparewithbethann.com. You're familiar with Range Magazine, packed with hard, cold facts regarding the battles we face out on the range and at home. Beyond the battles are beauty and pictures and words that will take you to another place and time. CJ and Range Magazine have produced a line of hardbound books that should be a part of your home library. The most recent publication is Cowboys and Critters, containing unique photos of the people and animals that make up the ranching world. These beautiful books, which make fantastic gifts, have won numerous awards, such as the prestigious Wrangler Award, First Place in Journalism, Will Rogers Gold Medal Award, so many honors, great photos, and one Wonderful poems and stories of the West. Reflections of the West, brush strokes and balladeers, the M-Bar, the call of the cow country. You can't resist the art and cowboy poetry books. Visit rangemagazine.com for a complete list of prices. Call 1-800-RANGE-4-U. That's 1-800-726-4348. Be sure to let them know Beth Ann sent you. Hi, this is Beth Ann. The inventor and CEO of MyPillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt so soft in the store, but then when you got it home and tried to use it, it wasn't absorbent at all? That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually will dry you. They're debuting the MyPillow six-piece towel set that includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors, and right now you can buy one and get one free with the promo code BETHANN. Go to MyPillow.com now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty with their 60-day money-back guarantee. To get your buy one, get one free, my pillow towel set go to mypillow.com click on the radio listener special and enter promo code bethann or call 8-1-800-978-6168 that's mypillow.com and the promo code is bethann for such a time as this we know that the heart of a nation takes on the heart of its people if the people have turned from god the nation is doomed in sin God is in control of all nations and their leaders. Let every soul be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. The future of this nation is relying on the bended knees of the people, God's people. Will you accept this challenge to sacrifice five minutes a day to kneel and to pray? For such a time as this, Queen Esther was put in place by God to save her people. You have that same obligation now. Will you humble yourselves and pray, ask forgiveness and trust in our God to heal our land and bring America home? 
we have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. I hope you're enjoying this. I, I learn something every time I go through this. I've done it. I did it several years ago, and I wanted to bring it back again. I actually had a phone call from a woman that said she really, really enjoyed it. So as we were going into that break, we were talking about Paul Revere's ride and how Wadsworth Longfellow, Henry Wadsworth Longfellow, stirred the enthusiasm of hearts of the patriots when he wrote, Listen, my children, and you shall hear of the midnight ride of Paul Revere on the 18th of April in 75. Hardly a man is now alive who remembers that famous day and year. I won't read the entire thing. But you know, that would be a good thing for you to do, to get that out, download it from a computer or something, and read it to your children or your grandchildren this year on July 4th. Sybil Luddington has been celebrated as the female Paul Revere because of her ride through Putnam and Dutchess counties to warn the militia that the British troops were burning Danbury, Connecticut. In addition, Sybil's father, Colonel Henry Luddington, was a commander in the 7th Regiment of the Dutchess County Militia. After arriving in Connecticut on April 25, 1777, British General Tryon and his forces set about selectively burning down homes and stores in Danbury. While destroying the property, the British discovered several hundred cases of wine and rum. After consuming more rum than they ought... The, uh, lacking and lacking a military discipline, the drunken soldiers cruelly set about igniting even more fires. A messenger was dispatched to Colonel Luddington with the news of the attack. He reached the Luddington home totally exhausted. It isn't clear whether Sybil was asked or volunteered, but she set out what has become her famous ride to alert the militia. Sixteen-year-old Sybil traveled 40 miles from her home, steering clear of British soldiers and loyalists before returning home the next day. The British form an alliance from Patriot slaves. On November of 1775, the British governor of Virginia, Lord Dunmore, issues a proclamation offering freedom to any slaves of rebellious Americans who are able to enter British lines. Throughout the course of the war, tens of thousands of African Americans will seek their freedom by supporting the British. A smaller number will fight on the Patriot, the pro-independence side, despite the policies that discourage their enlistment. Americans hold their own at the Battle of Bunker Hill on June 17, 1775. In the first major action of the war, inexperienced colonial soldiers hold off hardened British veterans for more than two hours at Breed's Hill. Although eventually forced to abandon their position, including the high ground of Bunker Hill, looking over Boston, the Patriots show that they are not intimidated by the long lines of red-coated infantrymen. Of the 2,200... British seeing action that day, more than 1,000 end up dead or wounded. Loyalists defeated at Moore's Creek, February 27 of 1776. A force of loyalists, that's Americans who want to remain British subjects, most of them were of Scott descent, is defeated by a Patriot army at the Battle of Moore's Creek Bridge. This setback will largely quiet the Loyalists' activity in the Carolinas for three years. 
I guess we could say the Patriots put the Loyalists, those Tories, in their place. South Carolinians repel British attempt to take Charleston. In June of 1776, a British invasion force mounts on all an all-day attack on the Patriot force, I can't talk, of Sullivan's Island. The invaders are unable to stand their troops on the land. They can't get their troops on the land, and the tricky waters of Charleston Harbor frustrate the British Navy. The fleet retires in defeat, and South Carolina will remain untouched by the enemy for three more years. America declares its independence, yes. July of 1776, the Declaration of Independence is adopted by the Second Continental Congress. Following a decade of agitation over taxes and a year of war, representatives make the break from Britain. King George III isn't willing to let his subjects go without a fight. And the Loyalist sentiment remains strong in many of the areas. Americans' primary allegiance is to their states. Nationalism will grow slowly. In order to realize the American dream for liberty and independence, the document would, the Declaration of Independence would require a unanimous signing among the 13 colonies. However, Delaware was in a deadlock. A deadlock. Were they as divided then as we seem to be today? I have often heard that the, there was only 2 to 3% of the American colonists who were patriots willing to fight the crown for freedom and liberty. How many Americans today would identify as patriots? Would you sign a declaration of patriotism? Do you think any of our Congress would? Well, Caesar Rodney was one of those three delegates from Delaware. But he was not in Philadelphia when he received the word of the deadlock. Rodney, who suffered from skin cancer, was preparing to go to England for a life-saving procedure. The doctor must require the can- must conquer the cancer or the cancer will conquer me. My health requires rest, and I wish to indulge it, but being convinced that Britain is making every kind of exertion in her favor to reduce us to unconditional submission, I now see that my immediate concern must be to align myself with my constituents and vote for independence. He rode 81 miles through the night in torrential rain, sacrificing his health for his country. He arrived exhausted and covered with skin lacerations, but determined for liberty. He signed the independence for independence as a delegate from De- Delaware, making our declaration unanimous. Caesar Rodney never completely recovered from that trip, putting himself second and his country first. The cancer eventually did conquer his body. What our founding fathers did that day was beyond brave. It was suicide as they signed their name on the piece of parchment. It was, after all, considered treason to the king. How long has it been since you actually read the Declaration of Independence? If you were living today at that time, at that time, would you have been so committed and so brave? The signing of the Declaration of Independence and the time was really about at that particular time, was really about letting other nations know, in particular France, know that America no longer considered herself property of the King of Britain, but is now a free and independent nation, America. Washington crosses the Delaware. 
in December of 1776 through January of 1777. In a bold move, Washington moves his troops into New Jersey on Christmas night. The Patriots then surprise force of German troops fighting for Britain at Trenton on December 26. They achieve a similar victory over British troops in Princeton on January the 3rd, reviving hopes that the war just might be winnable. The army then encamps for the winter at Moorestown, New Jersey. But what about the Battle of Trenton? Immediately following the famous crossing of the Delaware River the night of 20, December 25th, General George Washington marched the Continental Army 10 miles to Trenton, New Jersey. The Army's forces included horses, guns, wagons, and soldiers stretching for nearly one mile. The weather was worse than it had been when they crossed the river. But the Army continued to proceed as Washington rode up and down the column, pressing the men and encouraging them. Shortly after 8 o'clock on the morning of December 26 of 1776, the Continental Army started its charge on the city. Three columns marched through deep snow with Washington personally leading the middle charge. As the soldiers pushed forward, artillery began to fire. At the same time, German drums urgently called the Hessians to arms. To his astonishment, Washington had maintained the element of surprise. Well, what do you think happened after that? You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. Experiencing the revolution. We will be right back. Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's vine-to-bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Elmer Heinrich here to talk about minerals. Now, most people are aware our topsoil is depleted and our foods, especially fruits and vegetables, lack many minerals compared to years ago. Maybe that's the reason the world is sick. Now, according to Dr. Linus Pauling, our bodies need 60 minerals every day, but on average, we get less than 12 minerals from our foods. Immuno 150, an incredible nutritional supplement, can fill that gap because it contains 70 colloidal plant minerals and 80 additional nutrients, 150 in all. A month's supply of Immuno 150 is available for $54.95 by calling 888-316-2224 or on the website Immuno150.com, that's I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com. The 70 minerals are the key to good health and longevity, so call 888-316-2224. 888-316-2224. You'll be glad you did. 
Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. For the longest time, I've wanted to come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. But up until now, I haven't been able to find anything that held up to my high standards. I've finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. My new Giza Dream bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can get your very own by calling 1-800-978-6168 and use the promo code BETHANN to get 30% off plus free shipping. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-432-8150. 800-432-8150. That's 800-432-8150. We have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. When we left off in the break, we were in the Trenton fight. So the Hessians, and this article does not tell this that I had taken all my information from, but they were drunk from the party the night before. So immediately after the firing began, three Hessian regiments ran from their quarters, ready to fight, quickly forming ranks. As the Hessians grouped, the Continental Army entered the city at two points. John Stark marched into the city on the river road from the west, while Nathan, Nathaniel Green and Washington arrived from the north. Andreas von Wilderholt, a Hessian lieutenant, incorrectly reported to Colonel Johann Rall that the Continental Army had surrounded Trenton and there was no available route for retreat. As a result, Rall decided to counteract Washington within the city and not retreat across the uh, Sunpink Creek. This proved to be costly as Washington's forces occupied the highest ground in the city and had clear views of all of Rawls' movements. Time after time, Washington countered Rawls' efforts to outflank the Continentals. Continentals. Eventually, Washington's forces overpowered the Hessians. Hessians. Rawls was mortally wounded and many of his soldiers broke ranks, fleeing from the fighting, normally very disciplined Rawls' regiment was confused and disoriented without their commander. They retreated to an orchard east of Trenton where they were forced to surrender. I have often said the Hessians were the army of hire. They had no skin in the game. Our patriots had everything to lose and liberty to gain. War continued. It was very real, not just stories in books, but a very real separation of families. 
losses, sacrifices, and miracles. Building a future, John and Abigail Adams were committed to justice and all that was right, but their task weighed heavily upon their shoulders and often required long absences from one another. Many of their letters of support, love, encouragement were preserved and give us glimpses of into the pioneering and dedication, dedication of the couple. Dearest John, it feels as though we have spent Welcome a far greater portion of our marriage apart from than together. Strange how the sun rises and sets, whether you be at the, my side or not. But in this cause, we build future. It is our legacy. Freedom is the best gift we can impart to our children. We shall fight for the rights of men and women and shall prevail against those who would deny us this, this agency. I possess no doubt that God on our side, we shall have no need to fear what mortal men can do. All my love, Abigail. And John replied to his beloved wife, Dear Abigail, it is hard indeed to be apart. The price we pay is dear. I marvel that our family remains intact and strong despite their, this grievance distance. And we both know the dire consequences we will face if we are unsuccessful in our endeavors. But this good work is ours to do, for in our sacrifice we lay the foundation of a nation that will endow all men and equal with equality and the ability to reach their greatest potential and fill the measure of their creation. All my love, John. The war in the north, the British attack Saratoga, October 17, 1777. General Burgoyne's attempt to separate the, bird, the rebellious New England colonies from these their farther south ends is a spectacular failure. The surrender of 6,000 British regulars at Saratoga will shock London and help induce France to enter the war on the American side. America Today, recently 100-year-old statue of a prominent Revolutionary War hero and general from was removed in Albany, New York. Why? Well, apparently he owned slaves. Shiler, General Shiler, was instrumental in the victory of the American colonists at the Battle of Saratoga in the fall of 1777. Residents of Albany feared that their city might be occupied by British soldiers. Instead of celebrating an unexpected, vic an unexpected victory at Saratoga, it was... Instead of being occupied, they celebrated a victory. It was the first major win for the colonists and the residents of Albany. They rang the church bells, fired off the cannons, roasted an ox, and gathered around the bonfire in the middle of the town. Shiler returned to the city of his birth as a hero and settled back into Georgian match in his Georgian mansion. Maybe the left and all those Tories have never experienced a fee, the fear of seizure, being seized. But then I suppose we would have to say they are doing the seizing of our cities. The winter of change for the Continental Army, December 1777, with the British occupying Philadelphia just 20 miles away from the Continental Army, enters winter quarters of Valley Forge. Pennsylvania during the winter Supply arrangements will be improved and the Continental troops will be drilled and emerge as a more disciplined, unified fighting force. Patriots love to write about their revolution. 
It inspires others. Does it still inspire the patriots that live within your heart? Do you hold within your spirit the exceptionalism, American exceptionalism? Valley Forge. O'er town and cottage, vale and height, down winter came fierce and white, and shuddering wildly and distraught at horrors in his own hand wrought. That's from The Valley Forge by Thomas Buchanan Reed. There are just experts. Those were just an expert excerpt from the beautiful descriptive poem. Again, with our founding fathers, our ancestors, endured for our freedom today. We are free because of their sacrifice. Should it be taken for granted? No. I think we do take it for granted. We are almost... 250 years past this time of the Declaration of Independence. 2026 will bring that. Freedom hath been hunted around the globe. Asia and Africa have long expelled her. Europe regards her like a stranger. An eagle, I'm sorry, an England hath given her warning to depart. Oh, receive the fugitive and prepare in time an asylum for mankind. Thomas Paine from Common Sense in 1776. We have a great challenge today, America. Will we preserve liberty for our children, for our grandchildren? Their future is assuredly in our hands. Going back to the beginning of this and the cycle of a nation, can we, the people, break the cycle can we do it the future of our children depends on it it depends on us America to bring America home CSC Talk Radio's goal is to bring America home. That includes you and your business. Radio is a powerful way to brand your company and increase your profits. Find out how to join CSC Talk Radio, help educate and activate America, and grow your business at the same time. Looking for new customers? Looking to have your business reaching out from sea to shining sea? Advertise with CSC Talk Radio. Believe in your product? Let Beth Ann be your personal spokesperson to properly brand your product and company. It's simple, easy, and affordable. Grow your business, grow common sense, and together we will bring America home. To be a part of CSC Talk Radio, call 573-796-2166. That's 573-796-2166. Or send email to Beth at CSCTalkRadio.com. 
If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-432-8150. 800-432-8150. That's 800-432-8150. What if things were made in America again? We all complain about our products, even our food coming from foreign lands and foreign laborers. But do we really understand? James Stubert didn't understand, so he dug in, and wow, he kept digging in. It all started with a light bulb. It held the label GE, but it read Made in China. Jim has done the research. Now you can have the answers in detail. Consumers can rebuild the middle class by buying things made in American communities. Find out why free trade resulted in 6 million lost manufacturing jobs and lower wages for most Americans. While free trade brought cheaper goods, we also had less money to purchase goods. That giant sucking sound sucked the life right out of American manufacturing. Order Jim's book today, What If Things Were Made in America Again? Send twenty four ninety five to CSE Talk Radio, Post Office Box 73, California, Missouri, 65018. Let's build it in America, buy it in America, and bring America home. 